0: So I'm from the Pacific Northwest, specifically Seattle, Washington, like a couple other members in this room over here. And I've been so incredibly lucky to be able to grow up there, basically having this huge depth and wealth of nature right in my backyard. And when I was three, I had the most life-changing experience of my life. And because I was so young, this is kind of my first real memory. I was in the San Juan Islands, which are a group of islands kind of off the coast of Washington between British Columbia and US waters. And I was at my grandparents' house. My grandmother and I were walking on the beach. And all of a sudden, she, she like, let out this big cry and picked me up and I was like, what's going on? I just wanna look at the crab. And she turned me and I saw the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. A group of Southern resident killer whales swimming 20 yards away from us giant pod about 15 to 20 of them and for the next half hour my life was transformed and nobody really knew in my family how important that was to me and i didn't even know until i got to around high school but that moment seeing that beauty of those creatures these ginormous animals just swimming and playing together just completely changed my life So the next step in my life was working at the Seattle Aquarium. I was obsessed with anything ocean related growing up and that was basically a natural progression. Is how do I turn this into something that will look good on a college resume and help me with future jobs? You know, when you start to think about that when you get into high school. And so I spent all four years of high school working there and it allowed me to become the person I am today and really, you know, double down on my love for the ocean that I discovered that day. Unfortunately, while I was working there in 2018, J-35, an orca named Talequa, lost her calf. And this got worldwide attention, not because a critically endangered species member had died, but because she carried her dead child for over 17 days and compassing over a thousand miles in the Salish Sea. Now this type of behavioral is called postmortem attentive behavior. And it had been observed a couple times before within orca groups, but never more than a couple hours. Again, this was 17 days. She carried her kid, and she wasn't eating or anything. So the other orcas in the group were catching food for her. And I remember the first time I'd really heard about that. I was kind of confused. And then once it passed the one week mark, I was working at the aquarium and we were we were debriefing after the end of our shift, talking about it. And When I got home that night, I completely broke down and started crying. No, I'm not the type of person that cries easily and kind of keep my emotions really close to the heart, but I completely broke down because that was one of the first real signs that something I loved so much and it had such a big impact on me was slowly disappearing. And the reason why my title is called the Salish Sea 73 is because there are only 73 Southern resident killer whales left. This one specific ecotype and those are the ones I saw that day. Now I was you know, had that horrible experience, but I was able to turn it around and really try and make the best of that anxiety I felt. So I channeled all my nervous energy into working at the aquarium. I took on any projects I could, and that kind of allowed me to discover that I wanted to study sustainability. I wanted to get involved in environmental studies even more throughout, just past a kind of kid passion that this is what I wanted to dedicate my life to. When I got here to college, I knew I wanted to still be involved on USD's campus when some sort of environmental change, but I had no idea where to start or what to do. And the first dead hours of my freshman fall semester, one of my friends said, what are we going to do? You know, we can't have, we have two hour break. How are we going to spend our time? And she said, I heard about this thing called the Changemaker Hub and they have donuts. And I was like, I want a donut. Who would want a donut? You know, I don't know any people. I kind of want to meet some people. So we walked up, the three flights of stairs in the SLP and walked into that room and the rest is history. I met JC at the hub and I now work there and I get to lead this amazing thing called the Climate Alliance, uh, which is a partnership with the Environmental Integration Lab as well. And basically, that allowed me to learn a whole new side of sustainability and climate anxiety. I'd spent my entire life focusing on the ocean, but through the program I worked with, with the Cl- Climate Alliance and the nonprofit we were partnered with, I learned about kind of more of the land sustainability side. I felt completely thrown into the deep end. I had no idea what regenerative agriculture was, which was the whole basis of my project. I barely knew anything about land-based sustainable solutions, but my team and I were able to rally and kind of pull that around. And now I'm happy to say that I get to mentor other people who are going through the same design lab I got to do and just share the magical experience that that was for me. So the whole thing I'm trying to convey here is life is not linear. I never expected I would be here today. I never expected I would be doing a project, partnering with the campus on land-based sustainable solutions. I thought I would still be focusing on the ocean. I never expected when I walked into the hub that day to be working there a year and a half later. But I couldn't be happier. And I haven't lost what I felt that day when I was three years old. Everything I've ever done, every achievement, every shift I worked at the aquarium when I declared my environmental studies major, everything I felt I connected it back to that day when I saw those orcas because that is why I'm doing this. I want everybody to have that experience to feel that beauty and just awe of seeing such magnificent creatures and I feel like I've done that, and I want to continue doing that, which is why I'm so grateful that you all were able to listen to my story and hopefully identify a moment like that in your life that you carry with you no matter what you do.